Welcome to Let's Talk About Gay Stuff. We're the podcast where we talk about gay stuff and discuss LGBTQ plus history. We are Thomas. Chris. Dusty. And this week we're going to bring you some fun topics such as Princess Di. (gasps) We've talked about her before, Mm -hmm. but we're going to talk about a special segment in her life. We're also going to give you a whippersnapper segment. Uh, I guess it's not a segment anymore because you're a host on this show so reoccurring guest well you are you are part of the (laughs) show you're part of the moniker now um not just a featured guest which i guess we need to update the the website but uh yeah you know for another time uh but yeah we're gonna talk about um fortune feimster Mm -hmm. who's a comedian who's coming comedian actress writer i'll tell you about oh we'll learn all about it mama but first (laughs) don't forget don't forget to subscribe to our Podcast. If you're listening to us, mm-hmm. just go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Maybe you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're, you know, a Google fan. You're listening to us on Google. I hear you can even listen to us on Amazon Music. Really? Yeah. Uh, or Amazon Podcasts. Um, so whatever it is, Spotify. That's what the okay. kids, the youths, the youths like to Spotify listen to Spotify. Oh, oh no. Uh, well, I must um, never really. Just it. subscribe to I'm us, you know, do. and you know, give us if you, if if you subscribe, if you're already subscribed. Your next task is to mm-hmm. you know, scroll over and leave us a review. Mm-hmm. Just five stars. I mean, that's all we're asking. Say how much you love my soft and sultry voice. Say how much you love <laughs> soft and sultry. That very uh, uh, t- just grating. <laughs> <laughs> how much fun this podcast is. How much you learn from it. Mm-hmm. How we much we make lot. you I laugh. How much we make you cry. I mean, we, we, have, we have all the emotions on this many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know what? And if you don't want to do it public because you're like, I'm shy, mm-hmm. I'm shy, I'm shy, I'm shy. Uh, you can just leave us a pod, uh, a, 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 a note, <coughs> an, an, e- an, e- an email, email. and let's talk about gay And if you want to slide into our DMs, we have Ooh. plenty of people who slide into our DMs Ooh. and share with us. Share? share slid into our dms yes, yes. <gasps> oh. no not share yet oh, but hey not, not yet we, we've had some blue check marks uh, slide into not our yet. DMs. so we're like hey what's up so and we don't discriminate if you don't have a blue check mark that's fine too we'll slide talk in. to you we love to hear from people uh about what they're thinking about the podcast what they're thinking about uh events that are going on in the world i mean that's how i can inform sometimes people mm-hmm. like, did you are you going to talk about this and i'm like um, I don't know what that is. So sure, I'm going to research that and we'll get back to you. Uh, but it's always fun. Of course, you know, mom is always giving us some feedback, so we'll take that too, mom. So appreciate Yay. it. Um, yeah. So just again, you can email us. Let's talk about gay stuff at gmail.com. You can DM us. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it, hey, you know what? We also have that daily dose of LGBTQ plus history. I love it. Doing the thing. You know, recently we just posted. It was uh, on the 14th, 13th. Brendan, Ur- Brendan Urie of mm-hmm. Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his birthday, and apparently he's got a lot of super fans or mm-hmm. bots working in his favor because it was like <laughs> one of the, the most re- like liked uh, uh, posts both on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, apparently the Brandon Facebook Uri. fans aren't uh, you know as big a mm-hmm. Brandon Urie, but on the tweet on the Twitters and on the Instagrams. That's where that's so where they this live. where you get the stuff. This is where you get the history. I'm sure someone's gonna say, "Who is that?" And so that's gonna be. <gasps> then you're gonna have to know the. Have to <laughs> oh, know that's, the that's how that's how it works. Who is go. Brandon Yuri? What is a panic at the disco? Ah. Speaking of ah, there's lots of things that make in the news mm. recently that make you go ah. 
Uh, like, you know, that too. Mm-hmm. Anything in particular? Anything uh, in particular that's stricken your fancy? Is uh, that the right yes, thing? let me. No, not my fancy, my anger. Because you guys know I always get angry. Mm. You better work. Um, mm-hmm. So. Uh, I, I saw on the Twitter sphere recently that the cast of All Star Seven really made you. <gasps> That's well, you don't. Not I'm not. Quite. I'm not quite. Okay, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, no, this one made me angry. Was uh, the Mrs. Jojo Siwa a topic on this podcast mm-hmm. that I've done before, by yours truly? By me. Um, she is, uh, of course, a lesbian, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, she was nominated for a Kids Choice Award, so Nickelodeon's Kids Choice Award. And she was not invited. Was she nominated this year? This year. Oh, yeah. my goodness. But she's been nominated before, too, right? She's been nominated yeah, because yeah. she's been, like, huge for Nickel. I mean, and she's yeah. one of their big, like, stars. She's okay. one okay. of the biggest things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah so. You're uninvited. Oh, my gosh. I'm yeah, so that was uh, something that irritated me. I have not found out all of the details, but we can only assume... That, uh, and I, of course, you know, I like to make assumptions and be angry about things, oh but gosh. it's all uh, speculated it's all that she, I mean, uh, yeah. was not, huh? she, she was not invited because of her recent coming yes. out. And, and the fact that she's been so vocal, vocal and, about it. yeah, cause all the comments, I, that's, I think they're trying to spin it as like, she's older. She's not the demographic, you know, she's, but she's not the teen anymore. Older but people she, that were invited. Exactly. I know. I know. I'm just, yeah, I know. And the, of course, they're saying the the previous saying, you know, she's she's no longer a role model because she's you know forcing. But like there, the you know, there's all what cartoons, what do cartoons the, do? What already, do all these Nickelodeon shows do? I already mm-hmm. researched SpongeBob, and then my next topic, uh-huh. I'm doing Legend of Korra, and like uh-huh. all of these different things have plenty of mm-hmm. like uh, LGBT representation. So well, but even not that exist. all the all the cartoons where characters where there's heterosexual characters kissing. I mean, what's yeah, what's the difference exactly. between that and yeah. Yeah. Oh, and there was a lot of like sexualization. Maybe that's a strong word, but lots of relationshipification. Well, sure, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Of like uh, uh, opposite sex couples in in children's programming. It's yeah. Like, oh my boy, like the girls are always after. Yeah, a exactly. And it's like I, it almost to the point that it's uncomfortable. Like I don't. Um, that's why we don't watch a lot of cartoons anymore because yeah. I'm yeah. like they're all about yeah there's uh, a lot of relationships yeah and it's mm-hmm. a lot of relationship stuff like these mm-hmm. gr- little girls are, are always wanting boyfriends on the on these cartoons but that's okay so I, yeah and I'm like I don't like that's okay this. for a like, six year old to watch I don't need a yeah. six seven eight year old mm-hmm. girl wanting my, my kiddos watching this stuff I'm like boyfriend 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 and, and the way they do it I mean it's so uh, antiquated in terms of the dynamics mm-hmm. of the relationship oh I need this boy to be like you know, complete me, and it's like, mm-hmm. mama. Yeah. No. Yeah, so. That's why I really liked, because another topic that I've done was Legend of She-Ra, which was a, <gasps> a, a, a kid's mm-hmm. cartoon um, that, I mean, they the, the new version of it that came out that showed just naturally occurring couples mm-hmm. of, like, same-sex couples. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, one of the main characters' dads were there. Uh, two of the princesses of power were um, a lesbian couple. Uh, there was a, a, a transgender and non-binary character. The, I mean, it had everything that just existed. It was and and not... I, I, I appreciate, like, the, the different characters just mm-hmm. being characters. It doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm in a relationship. Like, yeah. There's plenty of time for that when you get into high school. And well, yeah, older, I mean, it's, like, exactly. It doesn't have to be focused just around sex. You yeah. can be whatever you are and not constantly be thinking about being in a relationship or being intimate. You know, like, it could just be part of your character like it is mm-hmm. for a normal person, just part of your life. But I, I feel like that that is an odd like it. This is she can't be the first LGBTQ plus person to be recognized by the 
Kids Choice Awards. Well, I mean, okay. Now I love been, an award show, but I haven't been. I haven't paid close attention to that one. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Despite, I, I don't know. I can't. I would. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, she might. I think she's probably the more high profile. Because I can't think of any other person that's been as. That would be have been. I mean, I don't know. I think it might be. She maybe might, if not she, a first, I think more of like a more visible. She might be the first one who's like who's was a character that was a or maybe kid. in the process of her being popular has come out like it's not like when they're like oh you know like i was a disney character 10 years ago and now i'm i you know, now i'm coming out right. maybe maybe that's the thing yeah it's just kind yeah. of it's like her, a current still being yeah of, her, mm-hmm. yeah either way it's still like i mean i look i don't i hope anyone who listens to this doesn't ever take these comments of mine like oh he's this is what it, but i guess the point is is she We'll put aside the fact that she's a lesbian and uh, that that people want to take issue with that. But it's like, what did like? Why is she different? Like, and she's not the first lesbian to mm-hmm. come out. But what mm-hmm. is it about? Because she tricked everybody. Is that what it is? Like, this is. I mean, the the reason to uninvite her is un- inexcusable. Yeah. But like, what is? I'm trying to put myself Especially in her the being a someone who is nominated. Right. She did, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing as with the Oscars, uh, with West Side Story. Yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. With one of the actors, the main actress did get invited, yeah. supposedly. Uh, but I'm just trying to put myself in those conservative straight people's shoes, whoever made that decision. And I'm like, well, what is what what is it about her that you decided like, oh, we can yeah. invite her? I mean, she was nominated. I could not find out any official statement. It's like that's it's. But so okay, this, you know, this is going off of what you said about there, there hasn't been an official statement. Yeah. Which first of all, what has bothered me the most is that Nickelodeon has always been like during Pride Month is not just one of those you know companies that just wants mm-hmm. to sell merchandise yeah. like Target or you know Walmart saying. all those other ones. Nickelodeon always like they brings in they bring in their uh, queer coded characters and do like a full like yeah, yeah, montage yeah. of those queer coded characters and. Say like, look at all the exactly, diversity yeah. love that we so have. So what? What? Yeah. So what is what it is? What is it about JoJo Siwa that is suddenly the reason why she didn't get invited? The second thing I wanted to jump off of was what you said about her being older and that she like wasn't necessarily involved yeah. anymore. Charlie Puth was invited. He was there. Yeah. And Charlie Puth is known for posting lewd photos online. Mm-hmm, so it's like, yeah. if you want to t- mm-hmm. say something about role yeah. models, I mean, he's walking around. Well, but in but that's okay because he's not. But that again, it's that whole. It's what's. Okay, because it's quote unquote normal. It's okay yes. for you to be that way when you're the the heteronormative. The hetero, yeah, that's but, one word that I because th- that's one word that I really like to um, make sure I educate people about because that that word I don't know if you guys ever played like Cards Against Humanity. That is a word that like heteronormativity was a word that always came up, and I always thought that like whenever I played, it was always really funny, but no one ever knew what the word meant, so it mm-hmm. never made any sense to them but it was like you guys need to educate yourself but it was of course straight people yeah because mm-hmm. they're like heteronormativity i don't know if that's just is. normal yeah because that's heteronormativity that's yeah that's literally heteronormativity i had to learn what heteronormativity was because i'm a gay person mm-hmm. and therefore not seen as normal mm-hmm. so therefore that is not heteronormative and so well we need mm-hmm. to find some homo normative situations i wonder yeah, she's not the first nick star to i guess maybe because she still lives under the house of nickelodeon maybe that like, that... it's like a parent who's like you know i love gay people but as soon as their daughter comes out as gay they're like but not you <laughs> being gay yeah. uh like I, yeah, I don't know i mean i don't know maybe it's because she's so like unapologetic like it's i don't know 
Because she's in, not in any mind, huger I than other characters. That or other Siwa has actresses. put like has has forced anything like in anyone's face. I think Jojo C was very much and like If anything she's been more tasteful about she it because has. she's she does not dress lewdly. Uh-uh. She is not like overly sexualized. And she doesn't and she, bring it up. Exactly. Ever. It's just if anything it's more of an easy way to bring it into it, it because it, she's not your, you know. It, she, it literally just comes up whenever she um is fighting against haters online haircut. at some point. And she's always just very casual about it. She's not ever cursing, mm-hmm. never, you know, throwing no. expletives, never attacking anyone. It's always just like a, you know, I'm going to just counter love with love. and like, Maybe that's it. Maybe she's, maybe it's just too... I think it just pisses people off because she's not falling into the... Yeah. Like, the, it, people are trying to can, get her canceled by making making her do something terrible. When she's done nothing. She's not going to do it. She's done nothing. She's yeah. done nothing wrong. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, no. So that was frustrating. That's yeah. my frustration there. And in the video, poor thing was super sad. You could hear it in her voice. And I was just like... Well, of course. Because, I mean, you give so much of yourself and your... I mean, like... And her lies. And, like, and that's your industry. And it's yeah. like to have something... Obviously, she's supportive of Nick and all... I mean, but like to then be, you know... Oh, well, it's okay. It's like you said. It's okay, but not you. So yeah. we, we don't mind that you're gay. Just... You you're gonna have to sit this one out, yeah. and if you win, we'll 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 stream you in, and you can accept from home. Yeah, just don't shove it down our throat. Exactly, just don't shove it down our throat. Listen, throats. gays love a shoving shove down, down their throat, but mm-hmm. this is not like we're not trying to yes. make other people gay. Okay, that's not a thing. There are plenty of gay people mm. out there. No, we don't sure. need more. We don't need more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, sure, we'll take it, but I, have, I will gladly accept we're, more. We're not trying to recruit <laughs> those nine boxes on your screen. <laughs> <laughs> I need new faces. I need new faces. Please give me some more grinder, boys. Nine. The, the refresh. How many? There's more. Why not? hundred. Is there? What's the max limit these days? Oh, well, the, How much you pay for? You pay for it. You, you pay for it. Do you pay ex- extra for the like the grinder? Extra do do I? I don't have grinder. Oh, I don't pay for oh. it. <laughs> I never paid for it. I was not going to pay for it. I know. I can find dick within those hundred boxes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If I can't find it, then I'll just refresh in or 20 I'll, minutes. I'll, I'll go <laughs> somewhere else. A different part just of town. <laughs> yeah, just, I'll drive I'll down wha- the street. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll expand my circle. That's how it goes. <laughs> expand my circle. My little radius there. Or your, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> anything else going well, on? Well, I'm going to bring up the, the don't say gay thing again. Because, or, yes, the don't say gay thing in Florida. Because we've talked about it for, like, the last umpteen episodes. I mean, it's a big thing. Well, it is. But late, because, you know, because last time we talked about the Disney thing, because, you know, Disney was quiet and did all, like, the drop thing. But now one of the heirs of Disney has come out as trans and has been outspoken about not only the bill, but also Disney's response to the bill in Mm -hmm. response to their own thing. So that's kind of like a inside, you know, I thought that was interesting, saying, hey, look, I'm part of this, you know, legacy, this dynasty, and I, you know, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of... Disney did show up, and they were like, we don't like this, and then did nothing about it. Exactly. exactly what we talked about. They did issue a statement that was like, this is not great. And then, of course, Republicans came after them and like, well, we're going to take away all of your, like, tax exemptions or whatever else you've got. And it's like, okay... That's pretty vile. I mean, for all the oh, things absolutely. that conservatives talk about, like, oh, the misuse of government and how they're, uh, you know, that's not the role of government to pick and choose winners and losers. And that's exactly what they're doing. And, yeah. They're also playing a very dangerous game because Disney is obviously the one that's funding some of their campaigns. Mm-hmm. So if you start pulling the plug on the, some of those and things, they're going to pull, and it's, it's one of those, yeah. Do? 
it's going to end up a wash because then, I mean, they're both so powerful. I mean, it's Disney. Yeah. I mean, what does Disney not own? Everything. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But I do like, so this was something that kind of became viral. This is related. Mm -hmm. Kind of went around was uh, teachers in Florida. And at first I thought it was just one teacher. But Mm -hmm. then I did some more research into it. And apparently it was going around and being sent to multiple schools Mm -hmm. with multiple teachers involved uh, where it was a... um, a um, basically like aggressive uh, like follow uh, aggressively following the rules where they said okay well we can't talk about gender so I'm only going to go by MX now uh, and so I will be non-gendered everything in the, the all of the school bathrooms non-gendered you can go to the bathroom wherever you need to uh, literally just bathroom in, <laughs> in, the, in the corner of the classroom just kidding um, that's a kink yeah, yeah. Uh, any books that have any sort of relationships that show uh, heterosexual relationships or discuss that, those are not going to be involved in the classroom anymore. Everyone is uh, going to be addressed as they in this classroom just because calling them him or her is going is too Gen- much yeah. we're not going to teach pronouns because that is uh love gender, it gender i topic. love that there's a whole thing uh and um i can't remember the, the exact word they use it was aggressive something um aggressive aggressive compliance there we go Ooh, i remember aggressive so compliance. aggressive compliance is that like this is what we're i mean i love that's that. what we're going to do and at first I was like, oh, this is just one teacher doing this. And then sure enough, it was like something that's been shared to thousands of teachers in Florida, whether or not they do mm-hmm. abide, abide by that. But bitch, if I was in Florida, that's exactly what I'd be I doing. I love that. I'd, everything is non-gendered. You are not a he, her here. You are a they. Which is funny because it's that's exactly what they're trying to get. Oh, well, that's, that's in line of what they're trying to, trying to get away with. Exactly. Yeah, and so, but They're trying to get away with just doing... Uh, mm-hmm. Heterosexual stuff, heteronormativity, teaching heteronormativity at that level, as opposed to allowing uh, the knowledge so of. Let's just bland everything. Exactly. Let's just take every. Yeah, just hey, take it. Take it all away. Want. No one is gendered. There's no gender. Love it. Just it's all just we're we're following your and rule. you can't do anything to them because they're just yeah yeah and so, so that it can only lead to uh, of course you know people being fired or, or you yeah. know, fined or whatever. And then that leads to lawsuits and this is just going to mm. get taken up to all sorts of different things. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the Florida governor, uh, DeSantis, his press mm. secretary said, you know what? And this speaks to what you guys are saying. The bill that you liberals are, uh, inaccurately calling <laughs> don't say gay would actually would, would more, would be more accurately described as an anti-grooming bill. Mm hmm. Was that the secretary or that was that someone in Tennessee? The the press secretary of Florida, of the governor. And if you're against the anti-grooming bill, you're probably a groomer. And at least you don't denounce the grooming uh, or at least you don't denounce the grooming of four to eight year old children. Silence is complicity. Yeah, but does anyone talk about the fact that I was groomed as a straight person my entire fucking life? Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, and I grew to hate myself and pray every single day that I was going to be Mm -hmm. straight and Mm -hmm. wondered Mm -hmm. whether or not I was going to kill myself because Because I didn't because you didn't wake up and there wasn't a change. There wasn't magic. Yeah, I was still thinking these thoughts even as uh, an eleven-year-old kid. Like she said, this is how it works, Democrats. I, and I didn't make the rules. You're a mm. groomer. I'm apparently a groomer, just like every single other person that groomed me for being straight. <sighs> Pastors, and forced teachers. all of us to have mm-hmm. such um, delayed. Ooh, she got big words. De- delayed is not a big word. Well, I don't know. I'm uh, trying to roll. Uh, well, I, I mean, we, we all had delayed. Uh, I mean. 
sexual livelihoods because it was one of the because you were, yeah people got mm-hmm. to, to hold hands with their crushes when they were seven years old like but oh not you. i'm a girl and a boy and like oh look at the girl and boy like they held hands it's okay uh, yeah but not me i did not get to do that i didn't get to start doing that until i finally came out around mm-hmm. you know, started coming out to people around 17 or 18 and so i'm living life 15 years behind every other person in a way of experiencing who I am or at an accelerated pace which is also dangerous because mm-hmm. now I'm you're living like, uh-huh. unhealthy dangerously, relationships yep. living dangerously so Doing, it, making, bad, yeah. making bad choices exactly so let's talk about that as an option instead I don't know they don't give a shit they don't, they don't give a shit you cannot argue with someone who supports that bill because all they say is they, they throw in those words like oh well, you're grooming people for being gay like no we absolutely are not. We are just teaching other lifestyles exist besides your stupid heteronormativity bullshit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anyways, Take how's everyone else drink. doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, in Tennessee, they are trying to pull back gay marriage. Well, kind of. I mean, ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ish. I mean, around you, read, the... you read the... I mean, but they are trying to make it a distinct uh, process and exclude uh, gay people from... Uh, their uh, common law marriage. Yeah, they're just, the, so they're the defining them, common yeah. common law marriage and saying uh, couples can apply for it, but it only applies uh, to a couple uh, these between one man and one woman, just as God intended. Wait, say that again. So people are are getting so opposite sex couples can fill out marriage contracts, so common law uh, mm-hmm. marriages. So not, I mean, because they, they can't do anything about gay like legit like game like marriage mm. because you can get a marriage license under the yeah. supreme court mm-hmm. rules right but they can they they can govern i guess common law because that's not governed by the federal government mm. and so they're saying yeah you can we so have they're a trying fed- to find a loophole so they can bring it before the federal government before the supreme court no they're just saying so like so like two two men that live together cannot yeah, no, yeah. I, I know but okay. i'm looking at the long game situation they're trying oh, to I find as many okay. yeah, loopholes yeah, yeah. in the to build uh, a case. Yeah, okay, the, I mean, okay. That's what they're trying yeah. to build some sort of case and get someone to sue, and then a judge to block it, and then you know it mm-hmm. just it goes, goes up. Yeah. up. So okay. it goes to the Supreme Court. So then that can be brought before the Supreme Court. So yeah. So if you think they're not coming for gay marriage, they absolutely are. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're a straight ally, just know that. There's a reason we get angry sometimes about what all these laws that are being passed mm. because it has an impact on our our lives, right? I mean, so um, you know, Chris and Dusty who are unmarried, uh, you know, that could potentially impact them. Mm-hmm. The, exactly, the, yeah. And if I am married, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. does my marriage stand? Does it get overruled? Do? Yeah. Like, what happens? What happens, ret- happens retroactively? Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, I, I mean, have kids, so what does that mean? Like, so. You're going to nullify all this stuff. So it's not just mm. an insignificant because I have this conversation with my father and he's like, well, sometimes you all are too loud about it. You know, you're very in, you know, the people can be in your face. I'm like, because of our rights. Well, like, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. it's not, uh, we have to be in people's faces because they're the ones taking away our rights. So if we're not yelling about it, no one is listening. Well, like, because yeah, but you can, you know, there's peaceful ways to do it. And I'm like, look, we're not doing anything illegal. Yes, we're being loud about it because we don't want to get. We, we want to be able to marry the person we love. We want to be able to adopt kids if we are in a married couple, uh, in a in a marriage. We want to be able to buy a house without being discriminated mm-hmm. against. We want to be able to have our jobs without being fired because of pensions our sexuality. And, and I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, there's want, so much. I mean, like, like you said, I mean, like, just like pensions and wills and and, and everything. I mean, all that kind of stuff that just is assumed under. 
heteronormative. Yeah. That's the word. That's the word for the day. The, the visiting of uh, your loved ones in the hospital. Exactly. Like, there are so many things. The right to make decisions. Just, just yeah. mm-hmm. outside of the idea of being able to marry the one that you want mm-hmm. to marry, mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. are so many things that 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 trickle down from that, and that's one reason why I also was always so mad about the. Um, the 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 cake thing the, that whole cake situation is you know the right to refuse you know customers I'm like do you know how much of a biggest thing because I'm an atheist and so and you know how much of a stink I would have is like oh hold on well are you having a Catholic wedding oh I'm so sorry I don't serve Christians here like my business would go out of business but you're allowed to just be like mm-hmm. oh I can discriminate against gay people people would would light my business on fire if I discriminated against people who were religious or uh, Catholic or whatever I, I mean I don't know I don't that one's a little bit sticky for me because it is a private business it is a private business and so i'm like well i mean don't business like do not don't i have a right to not uh serve someone who i think's a bigot or you know uh, a nazi i Mm. mean that so i don't know like yeah i i understand what you're saying and i understand that it is a private business yeah that they are allowed to to do what they want to but at the same time that is Discriminating against a whole group of people. Yeah. Like, if they want to be hateful, then you 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 do what you do, right? You you and everyone's like, Facebook. well, take your business elsewhere. I'm like, okay, but then if you are allowing just a widespread, I mean, in certain states, a widespread discrimination against people, there is no, yeah. You are in a small town. Uh, where else are you going to go? Yeah. Where else you do you need to drive? If you're in small town Louisiana, do I need to drive a hundred miles down to? Um, New Orleans to try and find a company that will cater my wedding and do all this other I mean, things. Do, do we have a married? Do, do we have only? So what's the right or violating? Do you have a right to have a wedding cake? And if so, do you have to force someone to no. make that wedding cake for you? Yes, and I and I know you're right, Thomas. Yeah. I just like to be mad about it. Okay. I mean, it's, uh, that's a, well, I, mean I, I just try to like. <laughs> To to yeah I don't know I, I'm not trying it's, to fight. I mean I agree it's it's, it's, it's yeah, frustrating it's, it's angering well because yeah like when when do you, like because you said like Nazis so like when when is bad too bad like when when do more people assume you know do more people think this is bad or do more people you know less people where where is the global bad versus local bad yeah it's just yeah and we have a mechanism to now I mean. We can make complaints. We can, mm-hmm. you know, give them bad reviews on Yelp. We can Facebook. Which does a lot more. So, I mean, I mean, so those aren't like you have mechanisms to. I get on pull. Yelp. I don't know. I just it's. Uh, I guess as a business owner, you're kind of like, hmm, do I want people? Uh, and yeah, it's not like I'm a rich business owner, so don't you know lump me into the Elon Musk's of the world. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Um, mm. But as I pour myself some wine with this bottle in my hand, uh, and other fun uh, news Uh-oh. from the um, the the Great South is is Kentucky part of the South? Because uh, yes. if you think that oh well, these are just abstract things, you know they're you know just, these are just proposals that people are putting out. Uh, Kentucky, their legislature, um, so the governor of Kentucky vetoed a bill that would prohibit transgender girls and women from playing. Uh, on female sports teams, so he's uh, like the the Kentucky le- or the the Kentucky legislature oh, said that <laughs> the Kentucky legislature passed a bill that said okay. you know if you're transgender uh, you cannot play in like you have to play in the sport that in which you assigned. were assigned assigned at birth, birth right yeah okay and the governor said that's nonsense I'm vetoing that well then the Kentucky legislature overrode that veto and so their law stands so you, you know, the, in effect they. Transgender girls and women cannot play in the um, 
the sports with which they identify. So, which what's even more frustrating about a veto like that to overrule the executive branch there that they have to have what sixty six or seventy five percent of the vote. I don't I don't remember yeah, the, the, the vote for a veto, in the Senate but. was twenty nine eight and the and the House their House was seventy two to twenty three. Mm. Yeah, so it wasn't close. It wasn't like no, oh shit. it was almost it was yeah pretty overwhelming. I, I believe it's sixty six percent. So it's the same thing with That's like yeah, okay. uh, like if. Biden vetoed something and we somehow had bipartisan support in both the House and the Senate mm-hmm. that they it's 66% they could overrule his Okay, veto. okay. Um, that's a check and balance of our political system. However, right now, that does not seem to be anything that will ever happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's frustrating because that means that there were so many people in the legislat- legislature that yeah, were like, that were you know so what? Against, you know. We'd prefer that just people can't participate in these sports and, you know, whatever... And it's not just point, a, yeah. it's one thing to blame the politicians, but you also our neighbors who are voting for these people, right? Oh yeah, uh, to go into office and and so again, your vote's not insignificant. I know you care about your pocketbook, uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, come on, like your your friends and family and loved ones that are trying to marry the person they love, keep the job that they're in like keep the family they want the the ability to see their loved ones in the hospital the Mm. the ability to have social security i mean mean, there's a whole web of things that happen and if you think oh well transgender is not the same as you know those that's a different group of people than gay people uh we're getting lumped together and which is why we just talked about Mm -hmm. the the tennessee bill so um yeah that they're coming for you, Barbara. If you are a part of the the drop the T movement of the LGBs, um, we have some word. I have that's, some word for you. Let, uh, let's go ahead and square up because I have some conversation. Squared up. Uh, be squirt, squared up. Trans people in this country were the ones that helped get you your rights. So if exactly. you're gonna be over here like, oh well, we got ours. We don't need we don't need to to support trans right. Absolutely not. Disappointing. Absolutely not. There are people out there that are like that. So I just I. <laughs> Speak your mind. Well, no, because I, he does it better than I do. But I'm I'm right behind him. I just yell. <laughs> I know, but I just, it's, I, I, I don't have down. I don't I don't think fast enough to to have a. It's just it's just it's just disappointing. Yeah, it's like really. No, I yeah I don't get it. Yeah, it's uh, I don't yeah you don't want. I don't get it. I, I just don't have. The, I don't think fast enough. To <laughs> No, it's just like, I don't like, like you said, like, that means like the bulk of the, it's only, it just makes me like, it's disheartening for people living there. Like, can you imagine if you are a transgender person in Kentucky and you're like, wow, the entire, the bulk of my state hates me. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, what does that do? Regardless if you're 16 or if you're 60. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're like you, you see this ruling and you're just like, ah, oh, darn. Yeah, it's like I can't place. That means like, so Shoot. when I go to Let when I go on. to the grocery store, sixty six percent of the people in Kroger or H E B hate me. Sixty six percent of the people in the mall hate. I mean, that's I just I just I mean that's what I think about. Yeah. It's like that's what they think about. I mean, they're going down the street. You know, it's, that's just. I mean, I don't know how you could. Just I mean, yeah, that's just. Yeah, but this is about you know equality, right? Mm. This is about mm. you know. Women having girls in high school having their fair share, their equal rights to perform in sports. That they're, you know, we just want to support women's athletics, right? Is that the argument they're making? I think that's part of it. Yeah, they I mean, they they don't want. Uh, they feel what they un- say is men perf- like performing in because women's we care sports. about it's equality. A, I mean, this advantage. is the the backwards logic. Mm-hmm, yeah. that, oh, we care about women's equality. 
in this sense. This time we do marriage, like women's equality. Why don't you fund the sport a Mm -hmm. bit more? Mm -hmm. Where's your, you know, and you see these conservatives also making fun of women's basketball and softball and those sorts of things. Like you don't care about equality. And they're also the same people that don't want them to get the same pay. Right. Exactly. So don't tell me you freaking care about women's equality and oh and then they're also the same ones that are saying oh women can't have a bodily autonomy as well so let's talk about that as well if you want women's if you want equality and and make it easier for women you can't just sit here and pick and choose that's not that is not how that works but they're doing that so oh yeah absolutely Mm. absolutely what else is going on (laughs) the cast of rupaul's drag race (gasps) uh, okay yes seven has been announced and finally for seven all-stars it is and it, all winners. It's all winners. All winners. So it'll be winners of RuPaul's Drag Race that are going to be uh, like past winners. They have yes, won, they have, they have won an actual, not an even all stars, an actual full regular season. Uh huh. And they have no, made it all. There were all stars. There were no. All, there's no all stars winners in All Star oh, yeah. Seven. Yeah. Monet Exchange, Trinity. Oh yeah. Uh, oh Tuck, damn, you're right. Shea Coulee. Uh, okay, they're, okay, they're okay. all stars winners, and then they also have uh, the Vivian from RuPaul's Drag Race. UK, there you go. Thank you. I was like one as well. Okay, then I was Yeah, wrong. so they have eight, eight past winners of a RuPaul's Drag Race season, whether or not it wasn't uh, another All-Stars or if it was um, a regular I'm season I'm excited. As well. But I, I think it'll be mm. fun. There are rumors. I probably shouldn't spoil this, but oh I'm God, going I, to anyways. Rumor, uh-huh. rumor. Has there is a rumor mill out there that there is not going to be any eliminations and that there will be, it'll be a point-based system. Which means that these queens, who ha- we have all fallen in love with, obviously because they've won, um, Ooh, I kind of like some that, of which though. we've seen multiple times, uh-huh. uh, now get to come back and they will be showing us the full plethora of everything, and they will get points based on. I kind of like it, so like a Miss America kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Which is what I people like wanted for uh, RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world to see queens Ooh, from around the world. Now that would have been thing. okay. We were talking I about. I think it would have been smarter. Because I would it, like uh, uh, a give point system, like Big Brother style. So instead of try, trying to nominate each other ooh. out, you have to give each other points. And mm-hmm. so for whatever the good deeds, and and then you've yeah that that. So then the judges like are that. themselves again. Yeah, which is what the All Stars rules were, but. Right. Like this that. is just rumors, so it's not confirmed. But it's not like but. I mean, because the the one thing is like to vote to every week you got to vote someone like. But mm-hmm. it's another thing like you have twenty five points to allocate this week, so go to, yeah. allocate. Who yeah, go give get them to? to who you want to. Yeah, yeah. I like that because then because I mean because there's sometimes like I mean, you know, somebody's voted off early or eliminated early, not voted off. Or I guess they voted off, but you know. But then like there's later on you're like, oh, they would have done really damn exactly. good at this. I, I like that. Or they had one little flub, and it's like, well. Here just we for that week, yeah, it happened that, yeah, to be. Yeah, have to go. I like. That. Are we going to create a new game show? <laughs> Let's get all the RuPaul's Drag Race queens. In oh my god! All the ones them. who lost. They're all listening. Can can we do it? <gasps> all losers. All no, losers. All the ones who I went wanna, out well, first. Well, technically, all the uh, stars. Who's the no? Who's the, who's the <gasps> all one? the first all the pork ones? Chops. All the pork chops. A pork chop season. Bring back pork chop as well. That, that was already rumored as something that was happening, too. But but we're going to take it over. Well, we've said it first official, so it's us. Okay. Hey, RuPaul, we're coming for you. Mm-hmm. We're coming for your gig. Oh, the fracking. All pork. All the the fracking. <laughs> the fracking. But yeah, I'm really excited about that. That that does uh, come out at the end of May, I believe. Um, I think it'll be a fun thing just because uh, all the winners that are on there, I most of the winners that are on there, I like. Yeah. Uh, so, I like one of the winners. No, well, I, I like all of the winners except for one. <laughs> um, Which one? Spill the Trinity. She got canceled because she's a trumper. Yeah. Oh. And and she oh. like said some anti-trans things. 
Isn't she trans? And she's trans. Is she? Yes. Oh, just, like within recently, like. I don't know. If she's, well, I don't know. But uh, she's like Caitlyn Jenner up. then. Yeah. Did yeah. she play mm. Caitlyn Jenner? In, yes, she did. Not, <gasps> this makes, is she Caitlyn Life Jenner? Life imitates art. Caitlyn They're never Jenner. in the same place. <gasps> that is, I saw. Oh, my gosh. I was never mind. It was something I was gonna say. It's nothing new. It was on Etsy. <laughs> but last time we were talking about the the Oscars, where Kaylin talked to Lady Gaga, it was like a uh, uh, I changed baristas. It was a it was a button or a pin or shirt where it was like their like a silhouette. And it was like it was called I changed baristas, and it was like but it was like the Starbucks logo, but it yeah. was called I, oh and I was like I oh that. I need that I love it I do need okay, that so. I need a t shirt like that. I thought about you. Anyways, uh, yeah. So that's what's happening. I'm excited. I like. That's what happened in my neck of the woods. Back you know to what you. else? <laughs> you know what else is an all star? Those folks at Baked Bones. Oh yeah. 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 Do you have pups, doggies, or fur babies? Well, show them some love with some Baked Bones dog treats. These aren't just any treats. These are especially baked bones. They have CBD, which is great because CBD has been shown to help reduce stress and anxiety in both humans and dogs. So thankfully, Baked Bones has your dog covered with delicious treats that your dog will surely love. Made from organic, human-grade ingredients and full-spectrum mm. hemp oil, their bones may offer some relief to your anxious pup. You can check out BakedBones.com for more information on CBD for dogs and the other benefits it may provide. Baked Bones offers free shipping on all orders over $25, and you can save 15% using the promo code GAYSTUFF15. GAYSTUFF15. Baked Bones is LGBTQ plus owned and operated and mm-hmm. is based in Houston, Texas. Ba- Baked Bones is now available in Manorating Mercantile, best in Houston and in Austin. Baked Bones proudly donates 10% of all of its profits to no-kill shelters in the U.S. Baked Bones, baked dogs, happy. Wow. wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, so that's um, that's Baked Bones. That is Baked Bones. They, that is I love Baked Bones. Our, our sponsor. And I like they, loved, they have different flavors one. for the season. Yeah, I was yeah. about to say. They, I love that. All the time. They, they, they mix that. it up. Yeah, I love that. They taste good. Can they I do, talk to you ladies about a, another lady? Another lady. <gasps> Diana. Diana. Oh, my God. Diana, Princess of Wales. You ever heard of her? Is she a friend? little... Is she famous? <laughs> I thought it was she French. Uh, <laughs> this goes to what we talked about earlier, but that's unrelated. <laughs> so back this week, in, on April 19th, 1987, Diana mm-hmm. goes to London, Middlesex, uh, Middlesex Hospital, Oof. and meets with AIDS patients. So she's opening up this um, the, the first uh, AIDS ward, uh, the Broadrip Ward. Ward at the Middlesex Hospital. That so it's the first of its kind in the UK that is dedicated to HIV/AIDS mm. patients. So this is 1987. Um, right at the, the yeah, the right, peak, yeah. Uh, the pinnacle, uh, the big word. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, Diana, what y'all know about her? Oh, well, it's such a good movie. Again, we did, the, we did a, we did a, we did a, we episode. did talk One about her. We talked about yeah. Episodes was about Diana. So um, besides that, but what do y'all know? Because a lot, it's crazy to think about. It. Like we did the, an episode of Diana. We did the full life of Diana. So, mm-hmm. um, but that was in 2019. So that was. A bit we of, talked mm, about her again with Kristen Stewart. Ago. Yeah. So um, movie. The Queen murdered her. The qu- <gasps> Allegedly. Oh my God! <laughs> you heard kidding. it here first. <laughs> No, that's not gonna be our spooky podcast. <laughs> it's a, it's a. It's you a should do Diana. I could. <gasps> the death of Diana. Oh, boy. that's a crossover episode. <laughs> Next time on. No, I mean that. I think, like you said, like this. I, I know what you're gonna talk about. Um, but I think she's known for being very humanitarian, like very like, uh, 
empathetic is the word. Like it didn't matter, you know, like what what you know you were, who you were, what was this. It was not that was not what it's about. For her. It was about I the felt humanity. That what I know about her was that it was very much like she was the crossover mm-hmm. from the royals to the, the people, folk, yeah, quote mm-hmm. unquote, the people. There you go. The people um, made made people feel like the monarchy was uh, not just. Yeah, I think she probably was the the, the beginning of people realizing, hey. They're, they're not people. just they're people and they are fucked the, up um, too. What? I said, and they, oh, they yeah. people really because think about it. Before then, I mean, it was all royal, but we only know about historical scandals. Yeah. Mm. So she died in nineteen ninety seven. So mm-hmm. that's twenty five years ago. That's mm. crazy. <laughs> well, um, we're not here to talk about her death. We're talking about. here to like again this big deal. I mean, it, it's a huge mm-hmm. deal because. It's, We'll we'll get into it, but again, she's attending the dedication of uh, the Broad Rip Ward at Middlesex Hospital in London. Um, she's unveiling a plaque. So it's interesting because I say the nineteenth, but there's a if you go to hiv.gov, they, there's a timeline of all the like things mm-hmm. since nineteen eighty one, and they say this is April, this event happened April nineteenth, nineteen eighty seven. But most of the pictures say April 9th and the plaque that she unveiled at this, you know, uh, dedication or opening of this AIDS ward uh, says April 9th. So I'm wondering if that like the, the matrix. The nineteenth like, they of the just like, or they, glitch yeah. in the matrix. They if you listen to our podcast, we talk about like that. what an alternative reality. Yeah. Was it, I mean it's the same year. Did they just like did hiv.gov just like add a one, like I'm confused. I bet it's a typo. Yeah. So, so now I've been now I'm saying the 19th and this plaque is the ninth, and I'm like, well maybe the pictures came out on the 19th. I don't know. Ooh. Anyway, she's there. Uh, maybe the the plaque. Maybe the she, art. Yeah. Maybe it was like unveils, a couple uh, weeks ago. On because it's not instant. Like back in the day, like you had to mm-hmm. wait for pictures. For it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. Instagram. It was just regular gram. The yeah, it was a snail not, telegram. Not What's the one? So, the, I mean, you had to get them developed. There you go. That's that's what I was the so this plaque. <laughs> was unveiled April 19th like she and like part of the dedication ceremony was like the plaque was unveiled on April 9th 1987 by her royal highness the princess of Wales the mark of the opening of Broderip Ward as a unit of for the care of people with HIV infection which again landmark because it's yes it's landmark because there's a dedicated ward mm-hmm. for eight people with HIV and AIDS uh but the the royalty UK like people I mean yeah. I feel like we don't Yes, we uh, are in awe of the royalty a bit, but not as much anymore because they seem so accessible because of social media. Like you can see them like before you saw them in you know performed photos. Yeah, right? it, was, it was set up. It was, they were manufactured. Mm-hmm. You were only getting the the hair was always quaffed. Yeah, it was more like a photo op rather than like an actual. You know, like she's there to smash a bottle, cut a ribbon. That's it. Right. And go home. And-, and 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 she was there for that, which is a big deal. Like so. Uh, so lots of speculation about what she would wear because again she's the she's a young princess mm-hmm. and, and you know the, um, that's what they were always talking about. Back mm-hmm. We haven't seen that in a while because you remember uh, Queen Elizabeth she's been freaking the Queen of England so like for since years. since the forties fifty two fifty two so by nineteen eighty seven she's been in. I mean, and, even then, but yeah. then she was already approaching like one of the longest. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she's been in it for thirty years. So she's not young. Like her son, you know, is he marries this beautiful blonde woman, right? And so uh, Diana, and uh, and so everyone was obsessed with her and what she was going to wear. And um, she wore a blue dress, but they were like, "Is she going to wear gloves?" I mean, because she's going to oh, yeah. an AIDS ward, and we know that we don't know what we know. We don't we just, know. Yeah, lots of we speculation. Just know it's- 
about can you get it by touching or whatnot. So, uh, so she showed it in gloveless, and everyone was like, oh, "Princess Diana, is gloveless." And so, but I think she knew what she was doing. Oh, she knew what she was. Doing. Oh, she was. Yeah, if you yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she again. The, this is this is man. You, I mean, the, all these photos. You know what she. She knows what she's doing, right? Yeah, because um, by by the, by eighty seven, she was already what like seven six years into the marriage. I mean, so she she knew the the machine that she was in. She, she knew what to do. Yeah, and she already knew the marriage was. Dying. Yeah, and she she was she was already doing things that the, were the, more that were more more her beliefs rather than for the family, for the monarchy, right? Right. Yeah. Um, not for the monarchy, family, for the monarchy. monarchy. Not, sorry, not the you. family. It was definitely all focused sorry, on it was very, what that you was can very do mob sounding. Yeah. Yes. So she shook hands with staff, which again was just also like if you were, if there were you were assuming that uh, HIV and AIDS was can, you know you could get it by touching like that was that a big because yeah. like, <gasps> you have this 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 the staff there. But not only did she shake hands with the staff, she shook hands with patients, uh, and sadly the patients were all hiding from the media because the media wanted to take pictures of these AIDS patients because a lot of them were looking sick, and so yeah. you just imagine like what what that was for for them and so they didn't one they didn't want to be seen in i guess that condition but two they didn't want to be outed yeah um and so they so but she shook all of the patient's hands there were like uh 12 of the patients there but only one patient was willing to participate for a picture and this is the picture and why we're talking Mm -hmm. about her in this event was this was the picture that was taken and uh it was it was shared around the world um you know he, he the patient was willing to take the picture because he knew he was going to die. So he's like, what do I have to lose? I don't mm. have to. He had already accepted his, his yeah, fate, right? right? Yeah. Um, so all of this stuff, the, the photos, the, the the visit, you know, it's in the press. It's airing on TV. Um, and again, the world was shocked that she wasn't wearing gloves, that she shook hands with patients, uh, nurses, and shook the hands, again, of all 10. Um, it was reported that she took it, shook the hands of all 10 patients. But that picture of her shaking yeah. the hands of that AIDS patient was just uh, like the world was like, Flipping their wigs. Wow. Uh, it's reported that she sat on the bed next to them as she was visiting with them. So, I mean, again, it wasn't just, let's take this picture. Yeah, it wasn't just for a picture. It was actual, she's there, present. She's in the moment, yeah. Interacting. And, you know, it get the, I mean, did she know what she was doing? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But but I guess you can know what you're doing and still be compassionate, right? She, but the cameras caught the, the handshake. Uh, and immediately, like, folks, just, it just kind of dispelled all these fears for a lot of people not for mm-hmm. everyone that yeah. you, know, you could pass hiv or aids through through a touch and she said that someone living with hiv aids needed compassion shown to them and not someone approaching them with fear uh which and, is so wildly starkly different from what we had over here in the united states with the reagans they were just fully like <laughs> with right yeah the people like oh my sorry he's our best friend but we're not going to talk about it Nan- we're not gonna, yeah nancy mm-hmm. and ronald they were fully just like uh yeah, mm, we don't talk about burnout. Dying. We don't talk about this. And then she's over here like, uh yeah, I'm opening this, uh, helping opening this this mm-hmm. uh, whole ward in this hospital. Hospital. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I'm shaking hands with folks. I'm not mm-hmm. just like it'd be one thing to cut the ribbon and then leave. Exactly, but, like, but I'm you, I'm gonna be in there. I'm gonna you, do what other people won't. Yes, I'm gonna yeah. do what only doctor, only trained medical professionals are technically doing. Yeah. And, and even then, there were doctors that that around yeah. the world that weren't wouldn't be in. The room with mm-hmm. patients with advanced AIDS. Right, there are people who probably won't know, like Even doctors now, who yeah. won't know. Doctors are like, oh, maybe you have AIDS, but you should go see someone else. Well, that's yeah. like uh, I mean, I've heard plenty of stories with with people on Twitter that say like, oh, I'm ask asking my doctor about you know going on prep, and the first question that some of the doctors have is, do you have HIV or AIDS? 
it's like no prep is a prevention yeah, like, that's too. not why like, i'm here yeah. that's not the 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 only reason that i had you a doctor take prep. Who, i asked the same question and she had you know it was a judgy tone she talked oh yeah I was like, oh okay well, absolutely yeah i don't need you in my checking out and checking me out uh but yeah i mean again aids at the time we have to remember this is not 2022 where we're on the cusp mm. of like you know uh not vaccines, but prevention, lots of prevention Mm -hmm. measures, Mm -hmm. uh, preventative measures in place. Um, I mean, people were frightened. I mean, lots of the headlines, especially the tabloids in the UK, uh, were like, you know, the AIDS phobia, homophobia. The headlines were like, we're haunted by the epidemic of fear and public enemy. Number one is AIDS. And, uh, talk the, the sun in the UK was talking about the gay backlash and, um, they're reporting on increase in uh, on attacks on homosexuals. Restaurants were hit as diners were staying away because of this uh, AIDS epidemic. Landlords were worried about contamination of their homes because of you know people living with AIDS in their 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 buildings, uh, and lots of continuous. Uh, uh, headlines and stories about the gay plague, right? Which mm-hmm. did the gay plague in in Europe? The word plague is not. I mean, you think about you don't, like, you don't just tease <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. And somewhere. it was not just the Black Plague that occurred in Europe. As if you listen to the Black Plague episode of our podcast, we discussed the fact that there were multiple plagues that uh, went around mm-hmm. Europe through the early 1900s, essentially, even plague. through the Spanish flu. That's technically a plague. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, you don't play, play around with that word, but they definitely, I mean, the tabloids and the newspapers were throwing that term around. So it sparked fear. I mean, even in this this hospital, right? I mean, it's not like it was, uh, you know, fully staffed and just people loved working there. Mm-hmm. Like People were scared of this disease. I mean, mm-hmm. nurses did not feel stay safe and they were, uh, they were understaffed because people were frightened that they were going to get the disease. Um, the unit uh, that uh, here at the Middlesex Hospital was uh, managed. I, I feel it's important because you know we talk about Princess Di, mm-hmm. but I mean there was a whole team that ran this um, this unit that 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 don't that don't get the acknowledgement. So it was a professor Michael Adler. He was in charge, and then uh, a doctor, a respiratory physician Steve Simple uh, was the kind of the head physician, and then uh, Jackie Elliott was the head nurse. And I note this because there was always a lot of deference apparently back in the day like in these hospitals and these type of wards too you respect the doctor and you respect the the head nurse but really what they did differently uh not only were they focused on hiv and aids patients but they really took a patient care approach again again if you think about the the historical like stodgy way of medicine it was like the doctor you just you respect the doctor because he's Mm -hmm. the doctor and um and i say he because it was usually doctors but they're like no we're gonna talk to our patients and listen to them and treat them with compassion. Um, they engaged the patients, they engaged the partners because they knew this was a very sensitive situation where, you know, these people were coming out for the first time to their doctors. They were bringing their partners along, trying to have you know discussions about like, I want my partner here with me because I'm going to die because my parents don't know when I'm gay and they don't know I'm, I have HIV or AIDS or nor do my friends because I mean, may, maybe you're out, right? But you're not out to your friends that you mm-hmm. have HIV, this killer disease, and you don't want to freak them out because they think they might get it by, yeah. you know, through touch or by sitting in the same toilet seat as you. Like, these are things that you know, these people were... But then there was also the worry that, does my partner have it too? Right. Mm-hmm. Like... <laughs> Yes, exactly. And so there's all these all these discussions that, the, again, it's just a different approach. It wasn't like, because most hospitals would just, again, talk about the, the importance of like benefits of marriage and these sorts of things. Like 
if you're not married, you really have no right to be in the hospital yeah. room, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, this unit was inviting their their partners into their unmarried partners into the hospital room and and, and to, or to the patient's room to talk about the condition and talk about plans and how they wanted because most of the time it was a death sentence mm-hmm. if you had HIV or, or AIDS in particular. Uh, and so you know they talk through like what is that plan to to, to the end. Um, often they turn a blind eye to regulations when it was necessary for the patient. Um, they had refrigerators that stored nice meals for their patients and you know, supplied them to the partners and to the patients. I mean, you think about it because traditionally you're getting the hospital food, which mm-hmm. you, know, there's none, you don't get five-star <laughs> reviews for the hospital food, right? Um, and they really had a collaborative approach to medicine. Like they have a team of experts that would come in and try to um, problem solve and uh, a lot of clinical trials were were uh, going on at this uh, at this at this special unit. Um, again, it was really hard for they they this they focused like the staff and such, uh, albeit limited and uh, understaffed. They really worked hard to try to understand like the the complex nature of these patients. I mean, again. The, the patients were different because they, they weren't often out to their family and they may have not have been out to their partner or friends. So um, they they were lonely folks, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, these, these men often were just dying by themselves and, you know, maybe they wanted to reach out to people, but they didn't feel that they could. So um, they tried to support them in other ways too. I mean, they'd bring in makeup artists to help hide lesions. Mm-hmm. They'd bring in dietitians to help support, you know, failing nutrition. Uh, and they said, you know, lots of reports from folks who were on the staff of just laughter and tears to support patients. Like they really took, they said, you know, often as a doctor, you try to keep an arm's length and, you know, put up the walls yeah. to treat your patients as, as patients. But like these stories were just heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you know, again, we don't talk a lot about, we talk a lot about Diana, which, you know, is important because she gave a face to this. Uh, but you know, and folks say because of, she went to that opening and she went to go shake hands with with uh, that, all the patients and took that picture with that one patient without a glove. Um, you know, her legacy is really like that of a humanitarian yeah. and one of the greatest ambassadors for AIDS awareness. I mean, th- and this wasn't the only time she did it. She was in the U.S. in 1989 uh, at a pe- pediatric AIDS u- uh, unit uh, in Brooklyn, and she, you know, they saw you know, f- uh, pictures where she was stroking uh, babies and who were um, born with. Uh, with HIV, and she also noticed a, another child, and they took a picture of her hugging the child with, uh, with AIDS in this hospital. Um, she went back to that same uh, uh, ward in, in London, and you know, it was another picture of hugging a patient who was in tears. Uh, in 1991, she gave a speech at the, uh, at the Children and AIDS Conference, and she said, HIV does not make people dangerous to know, so you can shake their hands, and you can give them a hug. Heaven knows they need it, and so Again, it was just she used that powerful uh, yeah. position that she had to just give voice and give a face to folks who no one was helping. I mean, this was we talked about Reagan. I mean, that initial like that groundbreaking, the opening of that um, of that ward in Middlesex in London um, was weeks before Reagan had said anything. Right. The pres- leader of the free world. Right. Said nothing. And, you know, here's this woman who came up from. You know, yeah. nearly nothing. To all of a sudden, a superstar. Become a princess of the mar- monarchy. Yeah. Ooh, uh, she's out there like doing things, right? She's being visible and advocate. I mean, and she did a lot of stuff before that one photo op, mm. right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I th- again, we talked about her, but we didn't really dive into this. 
portion of yeah. like her contribution to our community, right? Uh, and our community, because you know, our, the LGBTQ community, particularly the G part of our community, um, significantly impacted by the AIDS crisis. Oh, yeah. And she gave a voice the to The ripple that. effect. Like you said, yeah. the people that were like, oh, if she can do it, or oh, she must know something. Oh, if it's okay, you know, she must know information that maybe I don't know yet, or, you know. Yeah, but even I've seen timelines of like the, the HIV AIDS pandemic and like kind of mm-hmm. how things went. Mm-hmm. And this is always a major like, Definitely, yeah. If Princess Diana visits an AIDS ward, yeah, like, and it wasn't, and she she shook hands with a gay man, right? It wasn't like it was a it wasn't Ryan White. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't, all, it wasn't yeah. the first photo op. It was op somebody that baby. got it from being yeah, from yeah. being from having the gay plague, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, she showed compassion to our community when people were turning their backs. I mean, even though we talked about the Reagans and Rock Hudson had died, mm-hmm. you know, a few years earlier, and they didn't offer anything, right? Uh, Reagan only spoke after she, <laughs> she, you know, she had this photo. Um, of course, because it, then he, of course, took it as a politicization. Well, yeah, of, he of had whole, to. Oh, I have which to, it already I have to was politicized, it, yeah. but mm-hmm. now it's like, okay, now the UK, the the monarchy. No, I not, have to respond. Yeah, I, have which, to, like, I is, guess have to do something now, which was good. Wait, exactly, because that just shows how far-reaching her uh, uh, actions were. If she did not do that, if there were not the photo, if she had just cut the ribbon and, and left. Uh, 100% I do not believe because well, there's not yeah there's another world thing. leader exactly. said something yeah which is why you have to be visible and loud sometimes exactly right? so, yes Chris that's true. you always have and to you know loud. even be loud as like oh, a yeah. I'm yelling thing it's literally just doing something mm-hmm. but that was loud I mean that, that's was, activism it, 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 right I mean what she was doing was not physically loud but it was definitely there yeah. was no other blonde you know uh, princess uh, that was admired for her dress going in and people were worried about like not worried but they were focused on what is she going to wear yeah. and she th- what they noticed was that she wasn't wearing any gloves um, so you think <laughs> about this disease though highly lethal in, in the 1980s um, and AIDS just took out a vibrant young creative community uh, from from the, the LGBTQ community um, because you know these these again young and vibrant people just their bodies deteriorated and they died. Um, it was last reported in 2020 about about AIDS. You know, globally, the 37, uh, 37, nearly 38 million people are living with AIDS across the globe. Uh, 1.2 million of those folks in the U.S. Uh, 53% of um, people infected with HIV are women or girls, uh, and we get 1.5 million new HIV infections uh, every year across the globe. Um, you know, six million people need access to testing. Like they don't know their status. Uh, another twenty-eight point two million people with HIV are receiving treatment, but nearly you know nine and a half million are waiting for treatment, which basically That's, means they're not yeah. they're not getting the treatment they need. Uh, Five thousand young women acquire HIV every week, um, and you know we're down from the the peak period of AIDS deaths in two thousand four. So we're um, uh, it's reduced by 64% since then, as of 2020. Um, but um, in 2020, still 680,000 people died of AIDS, um, which is, again, down from 1.3 million in 2010. But since this pandem- uh, this epidemic started, 36 million people have died of AIDS um, since the pandemic. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, so, so, so a, a pandemic means it's occurring. And epidemic is like one of those things. Such- well, the, the, language on the on the website gov, oh, yeah, epidemic, yeah. okay. i've never i've actually never seen it referred to as a pandemic it's interesting because yeah. scientifically it should be pandemic. million yeah. people well i mean even like COVID, right that was an ep- started as an epidemic an epidemic is when it's centralized yeah so and um this is worldwide 
Let's talk about science stuff. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, I, that, I find no I, because I'm. That's it's, it's for me it, being just a layman. It's <laughs> an, an epidemic. It's when a, something it's like, is, yeah. is happening in like one central, like one centralized area. A pandemic is when it becomes globalized. And hmm. I mean HIV is. I think it's nuanced. Like yeah, I, mean, I, I, yeah. I understand. Yeah. It is, but yeah, it's still it's like, Is it help? Is it one community? Uh, yeah, I it does don't not know. matter. Yeah. I just wanted to. <laughs> well, no, because I, I was careful to like. Yeah, yeah. Put yeah, that because yeah. I'm like because we've been talking lots of, about pandemic, uh-huh. but I know when. So similarly, we talked about Prince of Die, but I've also talked about the AIDS uh, epidemic in an early episode, and I was like. uh is it epidemic? Is it pandemic? And, yeah. and then it was weird because then we went into this pandemic. But uh, huh. yeah, it's um, nonetheless. But I feel like recently they're not calling it epidemic. Like they, they're like, I don't this think so anymore because, I, because it's not spreading at the same time. Then I think that people are seeing, hey, you're not going to die. Yeah. Necessarily, you know, or, or you're going to die eventually, but like this is not going to be what takes you out. But it, or it, if it does take you out, you've got another 30, 40 years. Well, if but you get sick, you can go to the hospital and get yeah. treatment now. But I mean, it's still the, the, yeah. it's related to the, the spread of the disease, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, but I thought because the, I don't know, I, had to, I, I was going to look that up and I didn't, but I, I'm not quite sure. I know it's been a, recently, it's been called, referred to an epidemic, but I don't know if it's, I thought I read something because we, we talked about this before, mm-hmm. like the, because of the uh, lower incident rates, mm-hmm. the, um, the, 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 the ability to mitigate it uh, through things like prep, like it is not, um, I thought someone, I thought I read somewhere that it was not an epidemic anymore. But nonetheless, sense, yeah. it's still. I mean, what what did I say? You still got twenty eight point two million people living with with that's HIV. Lot, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and that's just receiving treatment. Nearly ten million waiting to receive treatment. Um, so, and one point five million new HIV infections a year. Like that's not insignificant. No. Mm. So, um, but yeah, it, you know, a big a big deal. You know, princess die. Um, mm. Lady Diana, Diana Spencer, or whatever we want to call her, like for her to to, I mean, in one instance you call her brave, but I mean she put her, I don't want to say career, but like she she could have gotten pretty much siloed yeah. for that. Like she could have been kneecapped from the. Well, yeah, the, because that was a very non. I mean, that's not something that was you know like approved probably. Like they probably didn't would not have told her. You know, she probably had to lie or hide you know like her truth you know like yeah like, it could have been one of the situations where she said i'm just going to cut the ribbon and then like that's it right and then she yeah or like, you well, mentioned gloves here. well well yeah. not that she picked out her maybe there were gloves part of that and she didn't put yeah. them yeah. on i mean who i don't know i mean saying, but, you I, know. I, to put a 2222 mm-hmm. lens on it like you had a blonde woman who's you know really in a well-to-do like mm-hmm. well, how mm-hmm. brave is she right but i mean she it, for that time um you know for the position she was in she put a lot at stake right i mean yeah. not that the you know the the subjects of the you know the uh, the british monarchy were going <laughs> to revolt against her for doing yeah. that so it wasn't That's anything still... like that um but could they have could the the royal family have you know um silenced her you know earlier um, than they did earlier than they did exactly thank you <laughs> so <laughs> could they i mean could she have been like taken down by the uh the 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 tabloids in the uk yeah, and like the news yeah. but definitely but no but she was celebrated so um which is um 
I mean, I don't think she did it for that reason. She was no. like, "Here's a no." And it, but I think it, she did it for her, for her, be, because she was sauntering her own. She beliefs. she knew it was right. She believed it was right. She knew it was right, and she knew that she had the platform to be like, "If if I the, do this, the opportunity and the platform." Exactly. If I do this, this is going to happen. I'm not doing it so that it'll happen, but it needs to happen. So I'll be the person that does it. Because I am a high high profile person. Mm-hmm, exactly. I, this is also what I believe. Uh-huh. So let's do it. And. Mm-hmm. And I know we have some discussions about like, oh, there are plenty of LGBTQ icons that way. Why do we have to celebrate the Elizabeth Taylors and the Princess Dives? Because they they did they give they a voice to our, our community. community. They give one a voice because to our you community. have people that, like you said, that may not have been an ally that were like, oh, well, it, it might have enlightened people that may not have otherwise been so understanding. Mm. Yep. It might have been a window because if, if just you reach, you know, one person. There could be ninety nine people in a room. Exactly. And one person what? hugs an AIDS patient, and that's. <laughs> we are channeling Lady Gaga here. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, Lady Gaga. We went from Lady Di to Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. You know, we're gonna go. We're gonna swing to Economy Works. Economy Works. <gasps> yes. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Economy Works. If you need help with marketing, hire a freelancer. If you need help with building a website, hire a freelancer. If you need help with benchmarking and analysis hire a freelancer oh. economy works believes in the power of connection and wants to connect you with its talent network the talent network has over 1000 years of experience and it's growing in hr marketing it accounting and other specialties economy works when we work the, the economy, economy works. works you can find out more at economyworks.com e c o n o m i w o r k s.com yeah that's my favorite part when you spell it out let's do the thing you know i had i actually in the notes i have to like E dash C spell it out. It is my own company, and I oh, still like. Oh, how do you spell <laughs> it? So, if I see I need it's to correct out. that. I got it. So, uh, let's talk about uh, Fortune <gasps> Themester. Let's pull on over to Fortune okay. Themester. Um, so this was a request um, <gasps> by someone. <laughs> I requested because I don't really know who she is. She came out of nowhere for me, and so, so yeah, like, yeah. Um, so and honestly, I did have a little bit of difficulty finding more about mm-hmm, her because mm-hmm. she is actually still relatively new on the scene. So Ooh, um, she's still got a, a long, nice long career ahead of her. So um, let's talk about her. She is an American actress, writer, and comedian. Um, comedian. An uh, extra N and an E. Just for fun. Um, she got her start around 2010 uh, with the season of Last Comic Standing. It was mm-hmm. a show that aired from like 2003 to like 2014. I didn't write that year down. Um, but yeah, uh, she appeared in multiple films and lots of supporting roles on TV, as well as a lot of podcasts, mm-hmm. which actually she would have been one for me to reach out to because she does a lot of podcasts. So oh, Fortune Theme Surf, we'll love to have you. I That's, know, we'd love to have her. So the, her, her tagline on her bio, the first line is literally uh, the uh, one of the busiest woman, women working today. So she, I mean, she has a laundry list of uh, shows that Mm -hmm. she's done voiceovers on and all sorts of different things, uh, uh, voice things on. Uh, She's acted. She's uh, done plenty of uh, comedic things, which I'll talk about later. But yeah, she's... She did a lot of shit. So uh, let's start to start, start at her beginning. She was born in July of 1980 to Mike and Ginger Feimster in uh, North Carolina. Uh, she was the youngest child of two older brothers. She graduated. graduated I assume that she had a, a nice life because uh, things went very well for her. Uh, she graduated in high school of, in 1998, where she played basketball, tennis, and softball. Uh, you know, softball women. They all they all end up. <laughs> 
questioning some amount of their sexuality, right? Uh, <laughs> if you play softball and you're not a lesbian, I'm so sorry. Um, she attended an all-women's college at the time, uh, and <laughs> it was an all-women's college at the time. That's what I just had to, to list that. What are you laughing about? Just keep going. Uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, where she played soccer and tennis and majored in communications. Uh, she had also been elected student body president. Oh, uh, she go. also graduated summa cum laude because, oh, you know, loud. she likes to come loud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Summa yeah. Summa do the thing. Come on, finger bang. Come on, you do the thing. You better work. You, you better work. Come on, mama, hunty, diva. <laughs> For your nerve. Uh, she worked at the house down boots. Yes, boots. God. Yes. God. <laughs> Did we get them all in? We got, I think, I think so. we got a lot of the gay sayings, and I think so. Uh, so then she lived in Spain for a year after graduating, okay. uh, and then moved to Los Angeles in um, 2003. Uh, she became the an accents. You were international, girl. I'm international fish, honey. Work the house on Boutier's car. Diva hunting queen. Queen. Slay. Yes. Um, so she became an assistant to none other than Emily Proctor. I don't know who that is, but she's apparently also oh, an actress. None other <laughs> than, none other than <laughs> Emily Proctor. She, she, if you want to join us on this podcast, so wait, she can defend her own. Okay. Um, so who had she? found out who Emily Proctor was because uh, Emily Proctor was her uh, graduation commencement speaker. Oh, so since oh, she was cool. since she was also speaking and uh, the commencement uh, Emily Proctor was committing uh, was speak giving Lord so, giving a speech as well. They I guess they interacted during that time at some point. So people do uh, like listen do you know your commencement speech? I went to a small private form? parochial school. It was probably uh, we had some pastor. lady who told us uh, to get a job. Well, that's and what I they're supposed like, to do. Uh, well, not in a nice way. And I was like, I don't, I don't like you. Get a Go job, away. Damn it. My, my mom literally was like, she texted me while she was up in the stadium. She's like, first of all, she took forever. And she, my mom was like, what the fuck is this woman saying? <laughs> like, I, I have no clue. Yep. And no clue. No. But you don't remember yours. I no, I went to a private parochial school. Which means you're. Was, which means you're. It was, means it was nobody. Oh, mine was actually uh, Karen Hughes, who was a uh, advisor to uh, George W. Bush during Ooh. 9/11. And, oh, and there's actually rumored that they may have. That's just a rumor. No. I'm not trying what? to be salacious, saucy, but I am mm-hmm. spilling the tea. Uh, but I was fascinated because I am intrigued by history, politics, mm-hmm. shocker. Um and uh yeah and we, this was right in the heat of 911 I'm like what does she know what does she, she already she already, she already left that position but yeah it was like intriguing to hear her say cuz I was class of 911 like 911 happened the fall of my senior year of college and um yeah and she she did the thing and then I didn't go to any other graduations cuz I'm like that's enough that's an I, yeah. I'm done. We've not done. a We've been there. Not a fan of the 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 whole um, graduation. Not thing. a fan of the whole. We know you're. A, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, actually, he's giving lots of information. Yeah. So Funny grinder topic. boys, oh. you can hit him up. Boys, Just those hey. top hundred though. If you're uh-huh. on the bottom, so the other two hundred, he's I not gonna driving. ever see you. I ain't he is Sorry. not. He, you need one, to be within two miles. If you're not in the nine boxes, then he don't. We're done. Yeah, the first first nine. How close are you? Uh, actually, funny story about that. Whenever I was in Sydney, 
uh, all of the like hundred boxes that I had were within about a hundred, uh, no, seven hundred fifty feet of me. Were you on a gay cruise? No, I you was can apparently be in, in the gay area of Sydney. You somehow. can be in one room with ninety-nine gays. And oh. I was <laughs> somehow. No, I was in certain. And not a single one of them hit you up on Grinder. <laughs> They were all hot as fuck, and I was like, I "No, there was no bloop. There was no. Your phone was not going. It was like silence. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'll just restart um, my phone. It must not be working it, properly. It's not. Why is it not working? I must I not be getting the signals. I, I, I messaged every single person in the the squares. I'm sorry. Can you can you cover your face and under your under your shirt? Yeah. Let me see if this is you. Me or them? Just kidding. Yeah. So. Uh, that was a moment that she then began to pursue comedy. So after she spoke with Emily Proctor, because she connected with her later after moving to Los Angeles and, uh, was like, Hey, can I work with you? She became her assistant. Um, yeah. Hey, you. How crazy is that? Uh, so she, uh, but that's, I mean, that's pretty bold. I mean, like, Hey, you know, I mean, that's good for her. I mean, that's, yeah. that's I mean, that's some hey, balls. You like, Hey, you don't know ceremony. who the fuck I am, but I know who you are and let's, let's work. And together. she worked as her and assistant. It worked. Well, good then for she her. used that connection then because she was her assistant. So I assume she visited Emily Proctor's house mil- multiple times. Um, she became friends with Emily Proctor's neighbor who worked with the Los Angeles <laughs> Daily News. And then she began a seven year career in the entertainment journalism industry. So she got Hustling. a job from yes. the neighbor. Yeah, like she she worked that connection, okay? Go. And she got it. Fortune. Um so while pursuing her career during the uh, entertainment journalism industry, she was like, Okay, but I also think I'm funny. So I'm gonna go and do some funny things. So she started attending a um, improv and sketch comedy group called The Groundlings. Uh, which is apparently a, a huge yeah, it's a big name. Deal. It's a big. It's a big deal. It's like so, a lot of SNL folks. Exactly. Yeah. So oh. the the troupe was started in nineteen. So I went and delved a little bit into this. The troupe was started in nineteen seventy four. From what I read, it was actually pretty cutthroat. They typically Ooh. accept about three hundred students per session, uh, though these are only through audition only. So like you don't get to like submit like an application thing. You show up, you audition, and if they like you, they Damn, like you. If okay. they don't, then you're out. Um, and every uh, every session, they get separated into five different levels. You've got basic, intermediate, intermediate, advanced improv, writing lab, and advanced lab. Um, there's also a wait list of about eighteen months to two years just to audition to maybe get denied. Holy shit. And I can only imagine that if you get denied, you go back to the end of that wait list and you start all the way the fuck over. So uh, that's, that's what a I lot of your life about. to just. That's a lot of your fucking life. Damn. That's a lot. Uh, well, it gets worse. Let me <gasps> keep going. Participants then have to impress the instructors to move on to their next level. So if they get put into basic, they have to. I mean, they get tested essentially. So you can't. You don't just not. You have to keep proving and yourself to move. Some get up. either kicked out at that point, or they are asked to repeat the same level again. Ooh. Um, yeah. So the program itself takes years to complete. However, some find success before ever actually reaching their like graduation their pinnacle, point, yeah. their pinnacle of it. Um, like you said, a lot of them find success on SNL, Mad TV when that was oh, popular, God, uh, and even Reno 911. Oh, I love Reno. Uh, one person who did find success was Fortune Feimster herself. Uh, the, she was in the program for four years. Holy so shit. she had spent four years at university. After at waiting for a while to... Uh, yeah, and then I'm okay, waiting to okay. get in to this this as because I assume that she spent all that time. I mean, I said she was at this uh, entertainment in entertainment industry for seven 
years. And I can only that, imagine yeah, that during, during that, that time, was she's the time frame yeah, that she mm-hmm. was doing that uh, as as her what she wanted to do. Uh, so at the end of those four years, she was then asked to join the main troop, the uh, Sunday Company, which is like the you you go through all this program to get to like the top of the improv sketch comedy group, the Sunday Company. Um, so that's where she kind of made made her jump from there. Before I mean, if like the groundlings, we're talking like Kristen Wiig, Maya my, my Rudolph, uh, Will Ferrell, uh, uh, Mikey Day. Names. He's on their ne- on SNL now. Mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy, like some big names. So, right? Yeah, yeah I didn't write any names, so I appreciate You're you for doing that. <laughs> Kathy Griffin. <laughs> if we're gonna go way back, so Sherry O'Terry. Yeah. So I mean, you th- those are obviously big names in comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. you made it that high and made it through the Groundlings, then like you, you got, got something. A, you yeah. got something going on okay. with you. Okay. Um, Fortune. So Fortune came out as lesbian in two thousand five. At the age of twenty five, she began dating her now partner, a kindergarten teacher named Jacqueline Smith, oh, that she calls teachers. Jax. Um, oh. They were engaged in early two thousand eighteen and were married in a small ceremony in October of twenty twenty. Um, I think that uh, Fortune... I'm just laughing because I'm like... I'm, well, I'm smiling because I, I remember hearing her on a podcast. I want Maybe it was Trixie and Katya's podcast. Um, it was... Well, hold uh, on, something. I can look that up. Uh, but she was <laughs> but on wait, some... But I don't... I mean, she, to your point, she was on a lot of podcasts. Yeah, so I don't actually, remember yeah, which one. But I, uh, but I remember like listening and I was, she was talking about her now wife and the way she described her. As a teacher, it was just very... She said she the teacher her her wife is like very she grounds her, not oh. groundlings like the ground but oh. like she's just like it was very, you know she's out there living the entertainment life and her oh, yeah. her oh. partner was very um, supportive. Emoji. Yeah, and that's I think well, like a major thing is that like her her since she is a kindergarten teacher it's like when you come home and uh, she's not a part of the the. The industry of Hollywood, essentially, where it's like, oh, well, I'm just a normal person. But still dealing with... Still dealing with me. Children. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think I have children, but... uh, Yeah. So she... Oh, she... Yeah, sorry. I misunderstood what you said. Anyway. um, So she became a writer uh, and a panelist on E's hit show, Chelsea Lately. Oh, God. So good. But you're a fan of Chelsea, huh? I I love Chelsea. Yeah. That's how I I met Lonnie Love. That's how I met Ross Matthews. I mean, how I met Ford Do you remember Ross Matthews from The Tonight Show with Jay Leno? Do you remember? No, really? He used to be the intern. (gasps) I think that's him. No. We're going to have to look back. So do I have to do a podcast? You're going to have to do an episode of Ross (laughs) Matthews. Yeah. Uh, educate the youth of his upbringing. Yeah, like how he started. He yeah, didn't always. He didn't just he come out always. Like, he was not RuPaul's just drivers. on RuPaul's Drag He was race, not exactly. just a Ru. It's like parents. Like I wasn't always old. <laughs> <laughs> Once upon a time, I was young too. I did crazy, cool. stupid shit sometimes too. Uh, yeah, so she was on Chelsea lately, uh, and then she started as a series regular on the Mindy Project for uh, Hulu uh, oh, and the show Champions for NBC. Uh, she has hosted multiple guest appearances on television mm-hmm. shows, like I mentioned. She was on Claws, Two Broke Girls, Workaholic, Glee, uh, Dear White People, and Tales of a City, uh, as well as recurring roles on uh, The L Word, Generation Q, so the, the reboot of The L Word, um, and CBS's Life in Pieces. She's doing all the LGBTQ. She's doing a lot of that things out there. That is a lot. There. I mean, Absolutely. come on. And she's all the other things, too. She's, she's keeping busy. Come she's on, doing girl. a lot. 
she also does a lot of voice roles. So she voiced as Evelyn on The Simpsons. Uh, she also did uh, the voice of Brenda on Bless the Hearts uh, for Fox. She also voices Ava for Summer Camp Island for Cartoon Network. So she even does like kids shows too. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was also on uh, Q Force. Did you guys ever watch that? It's on Netflix. Not a fucking it's, a, clue. it's a very gay. Uh, it's an animated show, but it's an adult am- animated show. Uh, it's actually really fucking fun. Okay, I will watch it. It's, it's, yeah, you guys should watch it. I really like Q-Force. Uh, there's a lot of haters out there, even gay people who hate it. I'm like, Is it gay-friendly, you said? Oh, it's, it's, it's Q-Force. It's queer, yes. It's, well, maybe you need to... Maybe, maybe, sorry, oh, sorry, that's sorry. another topic. Yeah, Q-Force. Beat me to it, yeah, damn it. Yeah, that would okay. be a good one. Uh, Q-Force, actually, I very much enjoyed Q-Force. Um, it's a quick watch. They have one season so far. Um it's uh it's adult so definitely not for children so you watch it yourself <laughs> but it's a um, cartoon yeah exactly it? it's like it's like family guy but raunchier oh. um <laughs> and and gayer like it's really funny i really liked it uh it has a, a myriad of different characters on there you've got a drag queen you've got the the masculine gay guy who comes out as gay and then he gets kicked off the fbi force uh, you've got a lesbian that drives a Subaru. Um, well, you've got a, a non-binary kind of person. There's, there's a lot, but it, it. It, it's obviously typecasting. But it was it's very <laughs> uh, it's cute. I'll I'll have to do a, a, a topic on that. It's, it, I do like tune it. in next time. Um, so when she's not acting, uh, she does a lot of stand-up, obviously. Uh, she's a comedian. She most recently did a one-hour special on Netflix called Sweet and Salty. I have not watched it, but apparently it's very good. So it met with critical acclaim, so I might have to, to dabble I love a good, into I love it. A good, I love a good stand-up mm-hmm. like thing on that. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Because it's funny just to have in the background because you don't have to watch it. You can just listen. I love it. Yeah. Nicole Byer would be a good one to do. Oh, well. yeah. Oh, you guys just give me all sorts of oh, topics. She's a, a very, she's a, a queen for the We've got content gays. for a day. Yeah, get to work, mama. Get better you work. better yes, work. Yes, mama, yes, God. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, she also had half-hour specials for Comedy Central as part of Netflix's one season uh, of the stand-ups. Uh, she's apparently also on um, Netflix's Sirius XM Channel 93 with uh, Tom, uh, uh, another comedian named Tom Papa. Uh, their show is called What a Joke with Papa and Fortune. They interview tons of comics and uh, talk about... All things comedy, essentially. Um, she also hosts a weekly podcast with her partner Jax called Sincerely Fortune, and she can also be seen as a regular basis on a regular basis on David Spade's nightly Comedy Central show, Lights Out, when she pops up on RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm, as, as a guest a, mm-hmm, judge. From time yeah. time. She has been on there with Cheyenne Jackson mm-hmm. multiple times uh, oh, because her Cheyenne and Cheyenne Jackson have a, a good Whoa. friendship. Good relationship, so uh, she shows up. Oh yeah, Shine Jackson. Oh, I follow him on Instagram. He's not related, <laughs> so different situation. Um, but yeah, he, uh, she is. Uh, <laughs> I'm distracted by Shine Jackson now. Have you seen his, his new? His new, oh. I, 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 yeah. I might have dabbled. Okay. <laughs> We've done him as a topic on I this, know, so I'm just mm. wondering. Oh, we did mention. Not you've, that you've done. Mm. I mean, <laughs> oh. oh, he's not. I mean, so he does it for you. Oh, he absolutely does it for me. He gives me like the the. You know when people are like, "Ooh, daddy," I'm like, "Daddy." Oh, he is. Yeah. He literally mm-hmm. is. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now he is. Though. Too pretty. Like, it's, it's <gasps> no, I don't think it. I think he he, he and like he Matt walks, Bomer. I'm like, no, oh, Matt Bomer is Matt, too pretty. No, I mean Matt, he's still, Matt but Bomer Matt Bomer is more pretty than Shane. I wouldn't kick them out of bed for eating crackers, but what I'm saying is they're they're very. They're very... Now, okay, we were just talking about southern phrases and southern things earlier. That is a southern phrase. You're welcome. (laughs) Wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. Or ambrosia. 
Oh my god! Get out of here, <laughs> Fortune Themester. Fortune, I mean okay, that, that's back. about it. So we have yet to see. I mean, we still have so much more to see from Fortune Themester. Um, she's still quite young. She's still got uh, a lot of. Um, I've, I'm so glad you said quite young because she, she is yeah. our age. <laughs> I just looked at that. I was like, she when he said forties, she is. I'm like. <laughs> That's, We're a whippersnapper age. Oh, okay. Thank you. I understand I'm doing the whippersnapper episode, but I mean, yes, yeah, she's, she's. I like how behind the scenes she and, is. Or 41 and about to be 41. 42. Okay. And so she is. <laughs> 41. You better know. Oh I mean, it, it, she's got a lot of things to, to continue doing. I mean, there's plenty of yeah. comedians that are older than her that, uh, you know, got their start later. And so she's got a lot. So we still, have a, chance we still have a chance. We still have a chance. It's not. It's not. It's not all downhill for him. Dusty, we can I go on tour. Like Woo! The Dusty Thomas, the comedy hour. Comedy tour. Comedy hour. I love that I was not invited on this one either. Well, it's <laughs> I have the, never been invited. It's, on, <laughs> this is the forty plus. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. You can join so, us in ten years. Yeah. Then you got. Okay. You're hey. not even thirty yet. I'm, I will be turning not, thirty oh, in June. Why okay? are you trying to be thirty now? I. I mean, listen. I said, I said you're he not wants to be a zaddy. I want to be, yeah, I want to be Cheyenne Jackson. Oh, he's the next Cheyenne Jackson. You're not even thirty. Like, calm down. You're <laughs> still in your. He's still in his freaking twenties. That's. Oh my 29 God. bitches. Depressing. <laughs> this is what 29 looks like. I remember when I thought 29 was old, and now I'm like. I remember oh. when I turned 30, I was like so depressed. Now I look at Chris. <laughs> And then you, <laughs> no, then you're like, now he needs to be depressed. What does that you mean? see what that looks like at 20? I don't know what that means. <laughs> I think he was attempting to read me. No, no, no. I've just been like, you, like, like, I don't know. No, because I like, I would, I don't remember being so young and like, I felt old and look um, how young and vibrant he yes, is. Yes, yes, he does. I have purple teeth right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's because you gave Barney a tongue bath. But yeah. oh, you got that? No, no, no. Anyways, so that's that's fortunes. There's not. I mean, I there was not a lot more that I could find on her. And hey, so what lesbian, we could do, we could always icon, have, funny. It would be nice we'll to out. have her on our podcast. I like how behind, like you said, like there's so much. Like I love that, but like it just goes to. It's one of those things, like. Oh, she's lesbian. Um, but look at all she's done. And exactly. none of that has to do with her being a lesbian. Everything. She's done all these things just because she hustled. She worked her and ass she's off. Funny. And she's funny. And she's like, funny. it just goes to show you, like, she's just a person. She has her connection And to she the happens to be a lesbian. But look at all she's done and, like, how much she's influenced. That's, That's what, what normally, I love whenever that. I'm doing a topic, I put, like, I the, the fact of, like, why we're talking about them, like, at the very end. Mm-hmm. But this was, like, just like a, hey, she has a partner. They got married. Big woo. But look and what then she's it done. Continued and yeah, like on I love all that. Her, like everything else, which and is how I it should be. That. Yeah, it's exactly. How it all should All started be. because the person who spoke at her graduation. I know, and she reached out. Like, I feel like, hey, can I be your assistant? Yeah, I mean that's that's ballsy. That like, is, I mean, that, but that just goes move. to show you how she like she took a year off to go to Spain, and like it would be one thing if she was like, can I have a job like right there. Uh, and I don't know how it happened. It's of course from yeah, the exactly. So I don't know if, if she did ask it and it's like I'm going to go to Spain first and see what happens. You know, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but if she did, she I mean she came back a year later and then she got and a then, job. Yeah, and not even came back. She moved from uh, Raleigh slash Charlotte because uh, her family's from Charlotte. She went to school in Raleigh and then she moved all the way to Los Angeles on the other coast to start a whole new life with this person that she met at one one point. That gave a speech at her graduation ceremony to start a whole career as her assistant and go from there. Always ask what we had uh, Judith Kaysen Windsor on mm-hmm. on here last mm-hmm. year, and her message to us in a in a DM was like, 
You could have just, just ask. Just ask. Like, just ask. You know what I mean, because what's the worst you. that could happen? I mean, right. look, what's the worst that could happen? Say no, but they didn't, and look what fucking happened. And that's why I messaged Lil Way Nas go, X, fortune. and he didn't respond. And look what happened. But that's okay. <laughs> but that's okay because we'll message him again and again. We'll, we'll, we'll slide see. into those we'll, DMs. We'll slide in the DMs. I'm exactly. gonna slide in. I mean. Now, I mean, now I kind of want to slide into Fortune's DMs and be like, "Hey, you gonna uh, how? What, what's you? Why, you got time to talk to us for like thirty minutes?" <laughs> hey, Fortune. Hey, she Fortune. will make time. Way to go. She'll, That's awesome. I mean, she I love said it. she's a busy Funny woman, as hell. so yeah. she's about it. Like you can uh, calling into a podcast. Like you can, she can Anise, totally do it. Anise Parker, like she was, she was, she had a, she was yeah. busy, and she was like, "Hey, I'm gonna call in really quick in between like." Meetings, so fortune. You can. You she can, can make be, it work. She you can, can make it work. For, and exactly. I love that name. I want. Is that her name? Like, re, like her she. Name, yeah. I love that. I want a That's cool name, name like Fortune. Yeah. A, there, there was nothing that I found that was like her like, real name her, is like formerly known as or something like that. No, it's Francis. Fortune. Okay. Feimster, I love yeah. that. Because I mean, her mom's. Oh, Emily Fortune Feimster. I'm sorry, I didn't. Oh. I missed that. That's literally the first line. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So her name officially is Emily. But her name is Fortune. I mean, but Fortune I still is love still Fortune. in there. And so I would go by, by Fortune if my name was Emily. Exactly. Well, not even that. But like, if your middle name is <laughs> Fortune, I'd go by Fortune Gamester. <laughs> looking for the money. There can bags. be 99 Emilys in one room. But there's I will be the Fortune. I'm the one Fortune. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, that's her. That's the fortune. Like that's that. fortune. Well, this was a money making episode. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know. We I made tried. a fortune off of this. Uh, we make fortune off this. Um, we but got bags. You know, under our eyes. <laughs> under our eyes. <laughs> but hey, we're young, as Chris told us. I don't know what he. We are to, now. Now fortune made us younger. Okay, I gave you guys a compliment. Someone's now you guys are mad about it. I'm going to ride that compliment. I'm trying to get a raise. <laughs> you're you're going to ride what? Oh, hello. Yeah. Well, two single girls in here. I got to get out of here. With <laughs> that note, the wind is flowing, and I, we got to wrap here. Thank you for listening to our podcast and kicking with us. A special thank you to the guy who keeps our sound in check, Spencer. By the way, you and Spencer went to go see Trixie and Katya. How was that? I, I'm that pissed. Was, what? Because we didn't invite you? No, just because I'm jealous. I want to go see it. But anyway, uh, go talk about it. It was about a very good show. Uh, they, uh, it was apparently like fourth to last show on this leg of their tour. Oh. Um, it was very cute. They they had a lot of good chemistry together. I think that Katya uh, needed this uh, as something because mm-hmm. she didn't need the, the structure of uh, you know, I have to you know record these things and whatever because it obviously didn't work out for her. But I guess being allowed to go and be Katya out in the world just has been much easier for her. It was wonderful. San Antonio, was... October. I'm gonna. Oh, gonna they're coming it? back. Mm-hmm. October in San Antonio. Oh. I don't know if it's. I don't. It's a weird like. It's a weird because I look because I, when you saw I'm like oh what did I miss where can I go. And there's like it's all of world, and then all of a sudden it's like San Antonio, October. So I don't know if it was canceled or rescheduled, but Maybe. I'm gonna check and see Go if I can for do it. Do the thing. Oh, do yeah. the thing. But yeah, um, it was a lot of fun. I very much enjoyed it. And if they're not at a Trixie and Katya show, you can find them on our Spoopy Podcast. That's our Spoopy Podcast on uh, Instagram, our Spoopy on Twitter, and our Spoop on Facebook. Also, like you mentioned earlier, drop mm-hmm. into our DMs, slide our in. emails, slide in uh, at our Spoopy Podcast at gmail.com. All right, well, that is another fun episode. We did it, y'all. So, with that, I got to say, we're here. We're queer. Get used to it. <laughs>